Hey guys, and welcome back to Tina Raymond. You go the whole again. How's it been? How's it going? There's a lot going on right now. Ooh, it's a bit messy to say the least, but I'm here to entertain. Uh, I want to start off with some like anime news. Uh, just because uh, <laughs> my last episode was a bit of a hot mess, is you know. Me drinking and talking. And I'm drinking water again because that weekend was a little too much alcohol for anybody. <laughs> so I wanted to start off with saying uh Jujutsu Kaisen, uh their plans to be a mo- they have plans for there to be like a movie, like a Demon Slayer. Uh nobody's sure when it comes out, but uh my anime list has already made a platform for it. Season five, part two of Tech on Titan should be airing in January twenty twenty two. And a live action version of Yu Juju oh no no Yu Yu Hakusho is set to premiere on Netflix 2022, if I'm not mistaken, which is really freaking awesome. <laughs> and this is the beginning of the uh, Sony merge with Funimation. Uh, no decision has been finalized as of yet, so we don't know if they're truly going to merge the animated platforms as I don't know if I you guys their hands on anime and manga to make a space for their marketing platforms such as Amazon, Netflix, and Hulu to allow them to get right right at a reasonable price if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, those things are going on. Um if I'm not mistaken the way of the house husband airs next month somewhere mid next month and i think that's basically it (laughs) except for the summer list of anime is going to be dropping i think i'm gonna have a little look see at that one but that's gonna be another time i will make another my episode um somewhere probably towards the end of this week and it's already wednesday but Hello. Excuse me. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I did want to review a anime I've been watching. Uh, not something you would think that's on my radar, but I actually, I actually do have a little space in my heart for mecha anime. Now this one came out in 2019, if I'm not mistaken. It's called Gurren Lagann. And yes, if it sounds like I just spoke German, it's because <laughs> it kind of sounds like that. Um, Garen Lagen is on Netflix, and it literally reminds me of two particular animes. It has the setting of Trigon, which is an old 90s, early 2000s anime, if you guys even know about that, and Cowboy Bebop. So cute. Um, let me allow you to let me. Allow me to explain what this anime is about. Alright. Gurren Lagann is about a world where humans live subterraneanly. So they live underground. And they have their own little communities. Some know of each other. 
and they trade sometimes. But politics are different, difficult, depending on which areas. Some areas are more plentiful than others. And in one that we're joining specifically, there is a young man. And he is anxious to go out into the surface world. He hates living on the ground and he believes there's a sky above the roof of the ceiling. Because there particular terrain has been suffering from constant set of earthquakes. Now, he's trying to help people by telling them, hey, let's go up to the surface and recruiting kind of kids that are already there. If I'm not mistaken, he looks like he's around 17 or 18. But he, of course, um, says he knows all of this because his father went up to the surface, which is something we'll find out he, yes, in fact, actually did. So one day while he's being scolded and punished for trying to radicalize the youth <laughs> to, you know, embrace the, you know, the world above, uh, he's in trouble and he's punished and in comes, you know, his best friend. Uh, let me like find his name. Characters. My show is literally, it is what it is. I'm sorry. Alright. So, he gets his friend. Where is he? Why is he not here? My god. Are you kidding me? He's one of the most important dudes and you're not showing me his face. I can't believe this. I think that's him. Okay. So, I found his name. His name is... Simon. Why was that so hard for me to remember? I don't know. So, because he's not really the main character. <laughs> like, I know the story technically is about him, but the guy who really takes the cake in this is the guy I've been talking about the whole time, which is Caramino. Caramino. Oh, yeah, Caramino. And he is, to me, he's the main character. He holds the whole show. <laughs> he is, um,. Simon's basically mentor and idol and he's the one whose father went above ground and yeah so they're kind of escaping you know Corona's punishment and he's like hey Simon's like hey look I found like a head of something and it's just this gigantic metal head and while they're looking for this they get interrupted by a giant mecha robot <laughs> that a girl with a bikini top and some short shorts and some red hair is like literally battling with a shotgun with an electric shotgun and it, it goes wild i'm telling you this, this story goes wild and she's like busts in she's trying to fight him and of course here goes my guy carmina just like yep i'm gonna help you i'm gonna help you right now and just tries to interfere help her um Simon ends up being the one to actually help because he gets in the head of the other robot that he found, the giant head that he found, and ends up being able to pilot it. He ends up taking in Carmina and the girl, who is named Yoko, and together they're able to defeat him. Then they break up into the surface world to find out that there are some civilizations that are living above ground and there's another race that they're fighting against. These mechas are being controlled by beast men, which are like 
sometimes animal-human hybrid, some kind of animal-human hybrid. It looks like a really post-apocalyptic world. And yeah, this is this to me. It's the story of Carmina coming around trying to take back the surface world for humans and inspiring people on the way. But for some reason, uh, the online reviews are saying that this is Simon's story. Um, no, it, it it's not. It's not. Um, <laughs> as far as my opinion goes. He steals the show. He has a... Carmina has like a bunch of like testosterone and that's what makes his show so fun. Like you see everything through kind of like his perspective. Like people like like a light to like moth. Like everyone's kind of attracted to him because he's like super hyper masculine. And normally I'm not really into things like that but... This makes it work for me because <laughs> it's so over the top. And everyone kind of acknowledges how over the top this is. But it just works. It's really funny. I'm on season one, episode nine or ten or something along those lines. Um, <laughs> we get to meet so many. I'm not going to lie. The best part about it all is we get to meet so many other characters or so many different personalities. And it makes it kind of fun to see, you know, who's who and how they work together and how Carmina's basically inspiring so many people to go against, you know, civilizations that, you know, already have been planted there for a while and are rooted in their old ideas kind of get shooken, shooketh by him. You know what I mean? It's a lot of fun. I I really enjoy it. I'm going to keep watching it. Um, after that... I don't know what I'm going to watch. It's going to be kind of a random thing, like a random pick, but I'm glad that I, I watched some Mecca. I feel like we've been suffering from a hardcore lack of testosterone-fueled Mecca. I mean, they, we, we got, um, what's it called? What was the last one that we got that was like a real big Mecca one? Uh, hold on. Anime. Mecca anime. I remember the one with the pink hair, with the girl with the pink hair, uh, what was it called? No, it's not that one, it's not guilty. It looks like it, but it's not. The last one that I remember coming out that was kind of big was Darling in the Franks, and it was a way to kind of, it was really on that Neon Genesis kind of vibe. If y'all don't remember what Neon Genesis is or don't know what that is, it's kind of a one of the early 2000s biggest anime hits. It was one of the you have to watch these specific animes to like really be into anime at that time. So everyone was recommending it. It was just really um it was a psychology's major like jerk off that's what i'm gonna say it was because that's kind of what it felt like it was yeah so it basically took a lot from like devil in the friends darling in the friends took a lot from that so yeah it was interesting but uh i wasn't in love with it but what i did find interesting which was a mecca that came out uh, a while ago if i'm not mistaken was kuru ma Kuro mo kuro. 
Kurumakuro, and it came out in 2016. Super fun mecha. I really, really enjoyed the shit out of it. <laughs> I do like mechas. I'm not gonna lie. I like mechas. Uh, they, they have their moment. So, it's about this guy who was, his name is uh, Kenso Kenosuku. Suke? Kenosuke. And he was born in the Senjuku period and he wakes up and takes the form of like some kind of cube or some kind of like ancient like black relic. And yeah, he has to protect y- Yukihimi from a demon. And yeah, it's just this weird humanoid mecha and it's controlled by two people like Connie and the Franks, of course. <laughs> and he can he can pilot and like Yunaka can like navigate for him and even though he's like now in the modern world like he's able to like adapt and befriend people it's really cute like it's definitely a cute like scenario it's full of really awesome fights like, I'm not gonna lie to you really freaking awesome fights and shit like that like I enjoyed it <laughs> I don't think it was that long either. I think it was like what two seasons at most, and it does have a seven point two rating on uh my anime list, so I can't be too far off now, can I? Right? <laughs> I enjoyed it though. I enjoyed it. I I do like. I have a thing for like romance, sci-fi, you know, and it does give kind of Gundam vibes, so. I do like Gundam. I think it was a good anime. But yeah, uh, that's that's on that one. I don't know if I had any particular endeavors, except that I do want to read more. But due to me being forced to go back into work and currently looking for another job, uh, <laughs> I don't get paid enough, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, <laughs> I am, you know, a little bit busy, but I'm going to try to keep my reading up. Also, letting you guys know ahead of time, um, there is a sale on romance, specifically shoujo and sublime mangas on Right Stuff. Uh, if you guys want to get a head start and pre-order some, I got you. Definitely go check it out. I currently pre-ordered a couple of things. Um, Yakuza Lover is coming out in June, so that's definitely something I'm going to be keeping my eye on because I'm that kind of bitch. And it's that type of season. So, <laughs> so if you guys are interested in anything in particular, go for it. Uh, I don't think that it's yet to be available on Amazon. I'm actually going to check that right now for you guys to see if you can pre-order it there. If Because I know like not everyone who watches me is from America. So, let me just look it up real quick. Yakuza Lover Volume 1. I know the digital form is out. Oh, yes. Um, on Amazon, from what I can see, it is going to be available starting June 1st. Which is great because it's around my birthday. <laughs> yes, I am Asian baby. And so is M, which is kind of awesome. We're both little June babies. Um, so that's exciting. And for anyone who doesn't know what it's about, um, it's... A, it's definitely for adults uh 
everyone's in college or like living their own lives. It's nothing that crazy. Uh, should I also talk about? Oh, okay, okay. I was also gonna talk about oh, something I picked up because I am I'm a terrible person and my wallet hates me. Um. <laughs> oh no. Um, I picked up Cutie Honey, Gogo, a uh, Gogo. I think I've talked about it previously in one of the old animes that I really, really enjoyed. Um, Cutie Honey is an original anime that came out in, if I'm not mistaken, late 1970s. If I'm not mistaken, it came out around the same time as Devil Man May Cry, the original one. Not the adaptation, the original one. Um, they both came out around the same time. Uh, Cutie Honey was made, was basically known as one of the first, like, magical girl with a transformation sequence kind of thing. Super cool. Super awesome. Recommended. Uh, if you just like to watch, like, old animes and, like, experience a little goofiness that it comes with. It's an amazing plotline where a girl is, finds out that she's an android. And she feels like she has to go either save her father if I'm not mistaken and protect the world from evil organizations. Super cool. Also, I managed to pick up uh, Ranma the 201 edition volumes 6 which has contains 11 and 12 because volumes mm, I have volumes 1 through 5 already which is awesome. Also, keeping y'all in touch, an incurable case of love. Last volume comes out April 6th. If you want to pre-order it, um, this is around the latest that you can pre-order it. After that, they're gonna just basically start sending them out. But what did I get from the right stuff sale? Hold on, let me look at my confirmation. Excuse me, <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> Uh, fucking Christ, what's wrong with me? Have y'all seen the last video? I fucking love it. It's a 10 out of 10 for me. Okay. I got all of the Spell of Desire. I got the first volume, second volume of SP Baby. I've never looked into it. And Backstage Prince, volume one. I've been wanting it, so that's what I've ordered. It came out to around $66. Not too bad. Um, yeah. Also, letting you guys know that uh, Pink Cherry is having a sale. And if y'all don't know what Pink Cherry is, and you're not under, if you're over 18, it is an adult sex shop. Um, have fun with that information. <laughs> and for now, this is a goodbye. This is Lost of Dog and Laugh, and I need my sleep because I have to travel into work now. Ugh, what a life I live. Alright, guys. Bye.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.